All right. Well, thank you for joining my podcast today. This is Sunshine 143, and I'm so excited and so elated to have you guys with us. And with us today, I'm just not talking to you guys myself. I'm going to be, I have a guest speaker, and our guest speaker is Litriana Samara. And thank you so much, Litriana, for joining us today. I am so excited to hear your story. And I'm just going to give a little bit of back uh, story on you and so that our audience are ready. So, Litriana, you have started an organization for women for women to be able to express themselves and get resources. Uh, and you most recently, well, you've done events, um, live events, and you've done some Zoom events um, that actually showed up on Facebook. So I'm excited about that. And you most recently have received your certification in life coaching. So tell our audience a little bit about your background, how you got started, and how you ended up on this journey as a life coach. Awesome. Well, thank you, Miss Sunshine, Coach Sunshine. Anyways, yes. um, back in 2013 of August, um, I lost my son to gun violence. During that time, of course, as we know, those those type of things that we deal with as a mother, grandmother, wife, it's the most painfulest thing that we can deal with. During that time, I wasn't really sure how to really reach out. And I I was just lost for words a lot of times because I didn't know, you know, people can say I understand, but people really don't understand until they go through something. But you want to have some type of support. Well, mm -hmm. back uh, probably la actually last year, November 2019, I started my first women's group called A Movement for Women Today. During that time, as I prepared and mentally got myself together to get this form together, I was so excited because during the time that I went through my transition and the loss of my son. I didn't know about groups like this. So last year when I had my first form, I was so excited because of the fact that we, I wanted the atmosphere to be a safe place that we can all talk and we can all give information and support to one another for being able to be transparent and not feel as though somebody's judging us for where we've been or the path that we've been down. So during that time, we also um, portrayed uh, a skit. And during that skit, the event was called a movement for, uh, of course, a movement for women today. But during that skit, we call that the layers, the cover up the layers that we take off, the things that we carry in our hearts and in our minds on a daily basis that we never release. So as we release things and as we get used to being able to be transparent without somebody judging or being con or condemning us for how our life has and the path that we've traveled, 
it was it's been pretty hard i'm sure for quite a few of us so during this time now at the event it was phenomenal because at the end of this event so many of the women that were there were able to open up and say i've been there i've been through that and they could relate to one of the speakers that were there well this year uh november 23rd 2000 2020 we <laughs> had the opportunity of graduating from the Say Life Institute. And I thank God for that because I would have never imagined going into this journey as a certified life coach. But through this movement that myself and as others that I meet, we want to be able to support. We want to be able to be transparent. We want to let you know that you're not alone. And it, do it doesn't take a whole lot to say something kind to someone to be mm -hmm. able to, to give something to them and say, you're not alone. So through this movement and through the movement of women today, some phenomenal things are going to come out of this. But I also want you all to know that you are not alone, no matter what we go through. There's always support out here. But now, as this journey begins for me as a certified life coach, I'm looking to do more and phenomenal things to help and be a support to others. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I, you know, I am so excited to hear about um, your movement for women because as women, sometimes we tend to forget how to support one another right. or we just don't have the time to support one another or we just are in our own little world until something happens that make us have to lean on one another. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. and so I, we, and to our audience, to my audience, my audience out there, this is my sister. Uh, we are blood sisters, same mother. <laughs> <laughs> and so I wanted to share her story because I feel my sister has a very strong story. And unfortunately, you know, we know a lot of women who have been on the path that my sister has journeyed on, losing a child, myself losing my husband, and it's not the same journey as my sister losing her child. Please don't get it confused. Me losing my husband is nowhere near the journey of her losing her son. And I would never pro proclaim it to be. But it hurts nonetheless. Yes. You know, it, it tears your soul apart nonetheless. Yeah. But, you know, we're not here for that. We're here to celebrate their lives. Yeah. The lives that they have lived. Mm -hmm. And I know if you know, my nephew transitioned two years before, no, I mean, three years before my husband. Yeah. And same month, just three years earlier. And, you know, if it wasn't for my sister being that support for me, you know, uh, sending her daughter to come get me and my son and getting us out of our house, you know, I, I can't promise where my mind would have been. I probably couldn't have focused, 
you know, but she had already been on that path. And like I said, the two are two different journeys, but the same journey at the same time, because she was able to relate to me and tell me, listen, here, and this is something that I preach on this channel all the time, writing a journal, journaling what you're going through, Mm-hmm. Um, helped. My sister handed me a pen and a journal. She said, write all your notes in here that you need, all the information. I still have that journal to this day. And I probably have like 150 more journals. <laughs> but, you know, from that to this, I have been journaling and it's something magical and something mm-hmm. healing about journaling your journey I don't know okay so yes so you're confirming that yes it is something magical about it because the healing for me Mm -hmm. take place once I started to journal everything you know she was like you know and Leaky you and Leaky Leetriana you can confess to (laughs) uh this you you know you were like write everything down write your notes down for what you have to do uh write down how much stuff costs in there just write everything down and I did exactly that so mm-hmm. I think that you know this path that you've taken that we've actually ended up on a on another journey together we both right. did the say life institute training to become right. life coaches together because right. you know one path each of us were on our path but we keep as sisters we keep intertwining together mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and it just makes our bond stronger to me as well mm-hmm. as it makes our journey seem mm-hmm. less sad or alone you have someone yeah. on that journey together Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. I just thought about you know how we have a auntie who is the same age as my sister. You and her are mm-hmm. the same age, and she recently lost a son yeah. as well. And I like I said, I can't relate to that journey, but I can relate to the journey of loss. Um. So I, you know, I, I, I send my condolences, but you do what you do best. And that is console another mother. And, Mm -hmm. and so I'm saying that, but my question to you is how is it that you, how do you feel in the process or what are you thinking in the process of consoling another mother? Uh, for me, and I know everybody is different. For me, my faith and my trust in God was what that has kept me. And I know everyone isn't there because we don't understand why this happened, what's going on. But in my mind, for me, it was my faith in God, trusting that he was with me and that I knew that I couldn't do this without him. So most of all, it was my faith. But as I may speak to another mother or a grandmother or another family member, it takes time. And 
when I say takes time, it could take a lifetime, but there's a peace that only when you when you trans when a person transition, only you and the good Lord can travel that. And he's the only one that can give you that sense of peace. Mm -hmm. So for me, I know that's what helped me. And it was my faith and trust in God that I knew that he got that he guided me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for anyone else, I would just really say it takes time, but don't give up. Mm -hmm. Important thing is the person that, and that's what I had to deal with. The person that took my son's life, I had to forgive him. I had to really, God had to lead me in that direction to tell me that I had to forgive him. So through forgiveness is how I believe I'm able to still hold on because I had to forgive them for what they did, mm -hmm. which isn't easy because we know when somebody do something to hurt you, right? you like, yeah, no, I ain't, I ain't there yet. Mm -hmm. And it, it takes a long time to get there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the process, as I say now, I'll never forget my son, of course, and we as parents never forget our children. But through his laughter, his smile, and the young man that he was, and I'm sure all mothers and family can relate if they've had a child that was energetic and that was loving and the way that he was, you say, you know what? I got to help somebody else. Mm -hmm. I got to let me be told so that I can be able to support somebody because when we support somebody or we help in any manner mm -hmm. that, that comes back to you. Mm -hmm. So me, that's where I have been. And that's how I feel about that. That if it wasn't for my faith and trust in God, that I could not be here today. Mm -hmm. I'm sure probably would have been in a real mental state of mind where I couldn't make it. So I know you had told me once about um, my nephew had written a poem years before right. this happened. Can you, uh, right. and you don't have to read the poem, but could you just give us a little bit of information about that particular poem? Okay. Well, when he wrote this, he was either between the age of 14 and 15. Mm -hmm. He wrote a story about being a messenger from God. And I, re I would read the story from here, here and there. And I kept it in my Bible. And as I kept that in my Bible, when this attack happened on his life, I went back to that story. And as I read the story and as I understood the story, he had already told how God had used him here on this earth. And that story, it amazes me that when he was either 14 or 15 years old, it came to him mm -hmm. and he wrote it. And I kept it in my Bible for that long period of time. Mm -hmm. And then when his life was taken, I went back to that story because it showed me that God had already had the plan for mm -hmm. him, even though it the way that it happened mm -hmm. wasn't right that somebody takes somebody's life but he wrote the part that gave me so much peace was that he was a messenger 
and we all have a story. We all have a message to pass on to someone else. Mm-hmm. But continue to help and bless others through the message that God gives us and the direction and where he calls us to go. Mm-hmm. So when he, that story, I was like, okay, I understood. So let's look forward <laughs> soon uh, uh, for children. It will be a children's book that will come out of it. Okay. 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 And, um, you know, so, you know, you have now transitioned your life into from being a mother and a sister and an auntie and all the many Mm -hmm. other hats that you wear so now you've added this new hat of life coach where do you see Mm -hmm. yourself with this with your life coach coaching business I am looking as as I may say I'm looking for to go so much higher than just being able to chat with someone. I'm looking forward to being able to place people in, in transitional places if that's needed or be a support for someone, being able to, to give. When I say give, I'm looking forward to this going to greater heights than where it may be starting. And right now it's starting a little small, but I'm looking forward to seeing the great things and being able to connect and have that network around the world Mm -hmm. where we can go forth and meet others or we can uh, be able to send a package to somebody Mm -hmm. and say, here, Mm -hmm. I can send this. So I'm looking for greater things to come out of this. Okay. Okay. Well, I definitely um, want to give an opportunity for you to share how um, our uh, listeners audience listeners can connect with you uh if you want to share your facebook page or email address you can and um please feel free to do so all right my facebook page for my movement ministry is a movement for women today that is of course on facebook Mm -hmm. and um as far as email it is leetriana Whitfield at gmail.com. Okay. Awesome. All right. Awesome. So when, and so we're going to take you back down the road of when you were a lot, lot younger. Okay. And so my question to you is when you were a young girl, let's say 15, 16 years old, did you ever imagine your life being like this, being where you are right now today, life coach, inspiration to other women, guiding light for women. Did you imagine your life being where it is now? I'll be honest. I had no, no. When I say no, I never saw this. Never. Mm -hmm. Never saw this. I just sad as it was I didn't see the vision I didn't I didn't have a plan at 15 16 years old I was just um I was in my own little world pretty much a little sheltered a little a little bit but I had no I never saw this never imagined it never okay okay so when you were little what did you want to be 
because I know I wanted um, to be everything under the sun. Okay. <laughs> well, for me, and then the funny part is for me, um, as you know, I used to like to play soccer, and I wanted to be the teacher. Right. So from that, I wanted to be a teacher, and of course, which is my oh my wow, my favorite. I wanted to be a fashion designer, fashion consultant, mm-hmm. and being a little girl playing with my Barbie dolls and paper dolls and dressing them up and making them look fashionable. <laughs> that was what I wanted to do, and that that is me all day long. So, you know, that is my passion right there. Okay. Make look good and feel good about themselves and this is also part of my ministry with a movement for women today being able to transition from the way they felt days ago Mm -hmm. to to making up dressing up and looking good and feeling good about ourselves because during that time of loss and downtime we go straight to the I ain't coming out the room. Mm-hmm. I'm putting on my pajamas, and this is where I'm gonna be until I'm ready. Mm-hmm. But we'll have to want to change our mindsets because if we stay in this pit, we'll never get right. Out. This is true. So we have to start. We have to start taking those layers off. I'm ready to get. I'm ready to make myself feel good. I'm ready to release that pain that I've been holding. I'm ready to release that 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 anger, that fear and unforgiveness in my heart so that I can be able to live because if you don't release it, you'll die inside. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I am, I'm just really, I'm honored that I am able to share this journey with you as your sister. Um, But I'm also honored to just be able to share this journey with you because, you know, to watch the change and the transition in you, from being super mom, because I will give you that. You were super mom. You you did everything for your children under the sun. They had no wants, no needs. You made sure they were completely satisfied. So I give you that. And to see you transition to an empty nester, that was, you know, funny to watch you, you know, not have your children around and like, what do right. I do? <laughs> So right. and yeah. I am yeah. now about to have be in that empty nester um, position. Yeah. So tell me, yeah. how did you handle being, you know, without your children after all those years of having your children? Wow. When my son, um, before his transition, he used to like to hang out or whatever. And, you know, he, he was fun too. Well, I remember one night saying, wow, what am I going to do without him? And I believe I probably opened up a can of worms when I said that, but when his, when that transition happened, I was like, out. well, for short time after that, I had some grandsons that, during that time and after my son, I had the opportunity to raise them for a little while. I believe that really helped me to also come around because as again, I felt alone and I, I just, I was like, what am I going to do? You know, he's, you know, not here. Well, I had, like I said, I had the opportunity to keep my grandsons for a little while 
And that was like a great love for me because I was so used to having my children mm-hmm. and being the mother I was to them. Mm-hmm. When, when I didn't have them no more, there had to be another plan. I had to start getting out kind of myself. I had to start getting out doing things for myself and taking care of myself again because there I was. I was a I was by myself. Right. So I had to find myself. I had to find that place that I would find my happiness in. And that was going back into the work field and 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 finding me and and loving on me within for years. I, I had to love on my children. I had to love on my family. So during this time, I had to really, I found me. I had to love me. I had to enjoy the, the, the going home and by myself for the time that I was. Now, it's a whole different world. So I'm grateful mm-hmm, for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So during this pandemic, personally, how has it affected you? Wow. Now I'll be honest. It's for me, um, you know, because we so used to getting out and going every day and doing and moving around. Mm-hmm. Well, for this time, it has allowed me to have that quiet time. It has allowed me to c- continue my schooling, my education, mm-hmm. and it helped me to also with this new transition with, um, with being a certified life coach, it has allowed some positive things to come out of it because it it just blows my mind how this pandemic has taken mm-hmm. effect. But the thing is, it allowed us to be family and it, it has allowed us to communicate more with family members and trying to make sure everybody is okay. So it hasn't been all bad. Unfortunately, it stopped things in the beginning but it honestly hasn't been too bad though. Just being home the way we've been home has been like a wow. Cause you know, sometimes, and I'm sure everybody can say, I get tired of getting up going somewhere. I get tired of going to work every day, but guess what? Now we home and now we have to find other ways to communicate mm-hmm. either through, through, through Facebook, through Zoom. It has allowed people to communicate more than maybe what they were at some point. But then there's a downside to sometimes it can be a little mm-hmm, lonely. Mm-hmm. And you also, I find myself, I love to read, so I, I enjoy reading. Um, I find myself, of course, doing my homework, doing my study time. So it has opened up some different things to make me more um, knowledgeable on some things that I needed to do anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm still over to the rest of this this season where I'll be able to to move forward with some things that that I probably procrastinated <laughs> on for a long time. Uh, I'll be honest with that. That's that word procrastination. Yes, yes. So um do you do you actually have you had the opportunity and I know it's, it's a bad way of phrasing it, but uh, do you know of anyone that actually had the virus or has transitioned due, due to the virus? Because I did have one friend who transitioned uh, due to the virus. She was um, asymptomatic. So they didn't even, wow. um, she had no symptoms. So she didn't right. know and, pa- and transitioned over 
And now, you know, her family is devastated. So do you, you know, know of any? Uh... I did. Um, I did know of a young lady that um, I knew years ago. And then I also, um, I think she passed a couple of months ago, um, found out about another friend that was in Florida. Um, she passed maybe a month ago. Then it was a young lady that was probably from my hometown that I didn't know that I heard about her and her family, but she, she transitioned and she left several children behind. Mm. So it has affected, you know, people in a amazing ways. Then also I've probably known about three to four young ladies that actually ended up having. Mm -hmm. And they survived. The and they survived. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's it's it has been a challenging year, but I like I said, I am so proud of you for getting your coaching license and starting on a new path and a new journey. And you know, sometimes we sometimes things just have to happen in our lives to push us to do God's work. Yes. And so yes. I am I am so proud of you. Uh congratulations to you. And once again, um to mm -hmm. our audience, if you are looking would like to connect with Letriana, you can go to our Facebook um page A Movement for Today's Women and uh you can also email her at Letriana Whitfield at gmail.com if you want consultation. Um and, you know, she can, you know, talk with you about her pricing once you have your free consultation with her. And we can just get started on healing and working towards making this a better planet and making this a better life for each and every one of us one day at a time. And let someone just help and guide you through. I thank you so much, Letriana. And to my audience, have a phenomenal day, a phenomenal year, a phenomenal week. Whenever you hear this podcast, please enjoy yourself. And thank you again.